Welcome to the Baker Cast. Warning, please keep out of reach of children and for use by adults 21 years of age and older. Sometimes I feel like I'm channeling energy and what I produce are the keys to the spaceship. We are the voice of the cannabis community. It's a cannabis revolution right now. Right. We're changing the world that we're living in and it starts with one butt at a time. Thank you for joining us. Yes, we are back for another episode, of course, <laughs> the Baker Cast on Hayes Radio. That's right, check us out on JeromeBaker.shop, our new website, BakerCast.com, and HayesRadioNetwork.com. In this episode, we have Spangle, not to mention one of my favorite clips, one of my favorite experiences from 2019 pre-quarantine was when we first lit a scission, our world's largest dabble hookah created by Jerome Baker Designs, and that was at Jumby Arts Palace. And I wanted to bring the podcast to that experience, so then after that event, to talk to a few people about what they just experienced, and who better to hear from Jason Harris of Jerome Baker Designs. Speaking of Jerome Baker Designs, Jerome Baker got its name from, from the deadlot with Jerome is Jerry Garcia's nickname and Baker was getting was getting high on cannabis Jerome Baker respectfully we're gonna have to we're gonna have to ask you to get out of your seat and dance because we got the shakedown street from the Grateful Dead it's the Baker cast the official Jerome Baker podcast on JeromeBaker.shop BakerCast.com and HayesRadioNetwork.com Welcome to the BakerCast. Warning, please keep out of reach of children and for use by adults 21 years of age and older. Sometimes I feel like I'm channeling energy and what I produce are the keys to the spaceship. We are the voice of the cannabis community. It's a cannabis revolution right now. Right. We're changing the world that we're living in and it starts with one butt at a time. Thank you for joining us. The Baker Cast, the official Jerome Baker podcast on JeromeBaker.com. This is not a fire drill. Pull out your Jerome Baker bong. If you don't got one, get on down to 721 South 1st Street. Ooh. Good morning. First bong here of the day, of course, Sour Diesel. Some of my favorite terpenes in here, lemonine, of course, myrcene, and carophyllime. What I love about lemonine is its citrus flavors. Of course, the effects comes with anti-anxiety and stress relief, which is nice. Antidepressant, anti-inflammatory, of course, pain relief and relieves nausea. Myrcene helps out with anti-inflammatory, muscle relaxant, pain relief, sedative, stress relief, more of a musky aroma and flavor. And carifeline, of course, anti-anxiety, the antidepressant, anti-inflammatory and pain relief, more of a pepper aroma flavor. Ladies and gentlemen, it's important to understand what these different terpene effects do for you. And of course, to help distinguish them, um, we help you with the aroma and flavor. We're going to be getting with our community and talking terpenes, breaking down these terpenes. We're going to start with Mercine. Week number one, Mercine. That's right. That's next week. 
But this week, we got a busy week ahead of us, folks. MJ BizCon week. That's right, all week. And, of course, we have the Cannabis Business Awards. Shout out to Chloe Villiano. She's coming with Ricky Williams and Al Harrington. That's right. Make sure to check that out. You do not want to miss this. Links posted on the BakerCast Instagram page. That's right, at BakerCast. So make sure to follow Jerome underscore Baker. And say what's up to the Las Vegas Dream Factory while you're at it. That's right. Follow the pages. Stay tuned. Stay baked. We want to give a special birthday shout. Of course, Jack A420. Happy birthday. One of the first interviews we ever got on the Baker cast at the original debut of the Baker cast at Champs Trade Show. But this week, we're going to be at MJ BizCon here in Las Vegas. This is for you, Jack A420. I want to direct you over to JeromeBaker.com and click on BakerCast Media. You can check out all of our past content there. And definitely check out the new shop. The online store contains new Jerome Baker merchandise, JBD, CBD, and of course, copious amount of glass in which you can select from. But if you're in town, come check out the actual glass gallery if you haven't, in which it is absolutely stocked each week, coming straight from the back. Right from the glass blower is actually blowing the glass.
adults 21 years of age and older. Sometimes I feel like I'm channeling energy and what I produce are the keys to the spaceship. We are the voice of the cannabis community. It's a cannabis revolution right now. Right. We're changing the world that we're living in and it starts with one butt at a time. Thank you for joining us. To get on this microphone and share the experience and to have this passion that is like a fire that you can put it out, but no matter what, there's coals that, that, that burn like a ascension hookah. That's the world's largest dabable hookah. That's our Jerome Baker hookah. We just lit the world's largest dabable hookah. I got Jason here. How you doing? I'm good, good, good. We're rocking and rolling over here at Jumbie Art. Just a little story. The other day when I showed up into town, I landed. I got a jar of weed handed to me by my good boy Jordan Schefter. And he handed me that big fucking jar of Jenny Kush. And that was that. That was the that was the first time I smoked that weed, and it was fucking chronic. About two days later in my life, Mr. Joey shows up and uh, comes out, gets some pieces, and checks it all out. What a good time, bro! Coming out with the with the hookah tonight, first time smoking it. Got the right crew around here, and um, bottom line is we got Las Vegas cannabis happening right now, and uh, the cannabis around here is the, one of the most chronic uh, sources in the world. Uh, we are the tip of the sword out here. What a good fucking time to be alive. Can you fucking imagine weeds getting legalized? And we're going to go national now soon. Let's do this, baby. And so you guys are the front line of this weed thing. You know, you hear these, these yes. stories of, you know, whatever the corporate structure and the corporate attack and all this shit. And, and the bottom line is if you're attached to the plant and you're here doing the thing, you know, what a blessing it is. You know what I mean? I saw you go up and down. You know what I mean? Now you're fucking doing what you love. So it's cool to have people like this in Vegas, and the cannabis has attracted everybody here, you know what I mean? So it's cool to be a part of it and have little gigs like this. we got to do it more often. you got guys like Sober Junkie that came off heroin because of the dabs. Because yeah. you can have that ritual. You can get that high. Yes. You can yeah. have that little tar you're fucking with. And, and so for everybody, it does something. I don't know what. I want to tell you, I believe the aliens came down many years ago and infected some monkeys and made us all. So uh, we all came from different, right. different places. And because of that, different things might get us high. Okay, or different things might, might, we might fall into. The rest of them are normies. We don't fucking give a shit about them. Let them vote. Let them do their bullshit and watch the fucking CNN. We're going to fucking have a, have a good experience here on life. Jason Harris here is the seventh apprentice of Bob Snodgrass. And Bob Snodgrass says, Sometimes I feel like I'm channeling energy and... What I produce are the keys to the spaceship. This is the Baker Cast, the official Jerome Baker podcast on JeromeBaker.com. Yeah, the pipe that you make is a key to the spaceship for somebody to get into. So I, it's a I don't think people realize right now. It's like, you know, we're talking to the guy that blows glass that everybody gets to smoke out of and share with so many more people. Like, we're with the guy that started Jerome Baker. Like, guys, like, I, I mean, listen, listen to me. I don't think you realize until I realized, and I'm a huge connoisseur, like, this guy blows some the best glass in the think, fucking industry. Think about it like this, bro. It's a tool to get high. So when you smoke through this thing, you get inspired. It changes your head work. And so I help develop that piece that you got high with so I have a connection to you somehow. So that's that. that, 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 that. I, I love it. 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 Around, I man. respect it. And I want people to know that about you. It's like this sesh between us. Come here, man. Come here. This sesh between us, bro. Like, it, it, it's deep because we, we, we're hitting people like on so see. many levels because you got to understand, man. Like, this, this is cannabis, bro. Like, we, we meet up and we're like, hey, man, smoke out of my Jerome Baker. But this is Jerome Baker, man. This is the guy that started it all. 
So it's an honor to, to, to hang out with the guy that started all this 30 years now. That's right. And so two individuals from a dorm room, Jordan Schefter and Jason Harris, from a dorm room to the dead lot with the Grateful Dead. Sometimes I feel like I'm channeling energy and what I produce are the keys to the spaceship. We are the voice of the cannabis community. It's a cannabis revolution right now.
no mad respect. I mean, like, my first glass piece was, you know, Jerome Baker glass piece. My dad's actually broken 10 of them over through high school and college at the different moments. Fucking conservative Filipino dad would come across glass piece. And, like, yeah, mad respect. Fast forward all the way to here when I moved here to 2017 and, yeah, came, came across Jordan the first time when, you know, they first moved here. I saw him on the cover of Vegas Cannabis Magazine. I'm like, holy shit, it's a Jerome Baker. They were actually my first uh, appointment back at the old dispensary I used to work at. So it's just like from that to here to the Baker cast towards all the listeners. Yeah, man. Like right in front of us. Yeah, of course. The man, Jason Harris. It was true. Best fucking glass in the industry. Like these people are real, man. You want to know that your glass is getting blown by real people Mm -hmm. that actually care. And I'm telling you right now, best glass aside, these are some real people. And it's a great community that we're evolving. So... If you see Jerome Baker, know that it's made with love. You know, I think it's important that we talk about, you know, not just our cannabis use, but all drug use. Yes. You know, and, you know, I'm honored to say that I did stay in Denver, Colorado long enough to be able to vote for the decriminalization of psilocybin mushrooms. And just as we used the legislative process of, you know, getting issues on the ballots to legalize cannabis, we can use that exact same process to legalize psilocybin and other drugs just by asking the people how they think this country should be run. Tell me about the vision when, when we first had the conversation in Denver, Colorado about the word BakerCast. What was your thought about that? Because you are a big visionary in this process. I mean, I thought it was a cool idea. That's why I took that uh, jump and right, we made that trip out to uh, Vegas for Champs Trade Show back in February. Yes, this is the Baker Cast, the official Jerome Baker podcast on JeromeBaker.com. Please keep out of reach of children and for use by adults 21 years of age and older. Okay? So if you're not 21, you got to turn back around. Scram. <laughs> <laughs>
are now listening to The Baker Cast on JeromeBaker.com. How are you doing today? I'm great. I'm great. I'm having a good time. Day three here at the Champs Trade Show in beautiful Las Vegas. I am sitting down here now with Danny Danko of High Times. How are you doing today? I'm wonderful. I'm having a great time here at Champs. This is the 20-year anniversary. I was here for the first one. In oh, wow. It was still called Contemporary Tobacco Accessories. Okay. It was the CTA show at the time. Nice. That was 1999, and that was maybe 40 booths, sure, you yeah. know, in like a hotel ballroom. Right, yeah, it's, it's uh, evolved quite uh, dramatically over the years. Unbelievable. I mean, we have 1,100-plus booths here. It just goes on and on and on. So many companies and brands and products and incredible things going on. No, absolutely. It's, a, it's a great to be here. Now, you've uh, worked with High Times for, for many years. You've done many uh, different uh, things for them. Can you just give us a brief overview of, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, I mean, some, some of the, the work you've done with them? <laughs> yeah, I started full-time in 2002, um, and I really, at that time, just wanted to get my foot in the door. I was mm-hmm. answering the phone, breaking down boxes. I was working in the products department. And sort of little by little worked my way into the editorial department. Sure. Uh, I was a grower, you know, I was running around with the, you know, packs and all that back in the day. So, uh, and consider myself somewhat of a connoisseur as sure. well. They liked, you know, the things I was growing and things like that as well. So I was part of the softball team and, you know, just part of the HD family uh, early awesome. on. And, uh, I worked for Headcase Hemp Hats before okay. that, so you know, been a part of the industry for 20 plus years sure. and watched it grow. So then I worked my way kind of into editorial and um, started visiting grows and writing sure. about cultivation and strains. And so started the High Time Seed Bank Hall of Fame, write the top 10 strains of the year. Nice. Uh, put out a book in 2011 called the Official High Times Field Guide to Marijuana Strains, and I have a new book out now which oh, is yeah, Cannabis, A Beginner's Guide to Growing Marijuana. Just came out in September of 2018, and it's a real entry-level beginner guide. I think everyone's kind of afraid of corporate cannabis right. and all of that, and I think you can take yourself right out of that system just by growing your own. You can Absolutely. do it in a small space, and you're going to get an amazing product clean, no pesticides, the strain you want to grow, Sure. and it's fun. No, absolutely. How long have you been growing weed for? Wow. <laughs> I guess it's close to 30 years, if oh, not wow. more. I mean, I started pretty young. You know, I was about 18. Sure. Uh, grew up in Boston. Luckily, had a friend who showed me a small closet that he was growing okay. in. And that it really changed my life because I really I thought you needed acres of fields in, in, sure, in right. South America or something right. to grow it, you know. And then when I realized you could have a four by four mm-hmm. space and one light and just and create this product that was way better than anything you could buy, you know, on the marketplace. I just figured this is this is the way to go. No, absolutely. And you've been a judge for the, the High Time Cannabis Cups. You, you mentioned you are a connoisseur. Mm-hmm. What are you looking for in a, in a quality bud when you are judging it? Well, it has to be lightly fed, basically. I think a lot of cannabis is way overfed. Sure. Um, and you, when you see the burnt leaf tips and things, mm-hmm. you know it's been overfed. And you can flush that for a week or two. You're not going to flush all that out. So right. if you lightly feed throughout the cycle, bump it up when you need to, always err on the side of caution, you get a cleaner burning product. So I'm looking for Excellent. a clean, white, wispy ash. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for the flavor to be there even after you've you know, burned half a joint down. Right. For it to still taste like it should, for the terpene profile and the essential oils to be well represented. 
and just for it to be, you know, an enjoyable experience, you know? I oh, think, absolutely. Yeah, I think that's the most important thing, and the way it makes you feel is so important. But the flavor, the, the texture, mm. the smell, um, and the burnability, those are so so important to me. No, absolutely. And you mentioned you started at high times just kind of filling boxes. How <laughs> does it feel to be able to, uh, I mean, even be the hand-chosen successor to George Cervantes' uh, uh, it's, column? It's such an honor. It's really just such a pleasure for me uh, when I hear from people that, you know, my, my writing helped them to grow better cannabis. It just, it, it, it lights my, up my soul. It makes me feel so good. And I've been with uh, Jorge at times where someone's come up to him and, and told him, you know, almost with tears in their eyes that, hey, you, you put my kids through college, mm -hmm. man. You know, it's just, it's amazing to think that you could have that kind of impact on someone. And just, it's, for me, it's just about the improvement of the quality of right. the cannabis for medicinal purposes, for veterans with post-traumatic stress or brain injuries, for seniors. The, the better the quality, the better the experience, and the, the, the more they walk away understanding that we're not talking about a drug. We're right. talking about a healing flower. Absolutely. You know, we're talking about essential oils from a healing flower that that uplifts people, it changes people's lives for the better, and I can't tell you how many people I've met who've told me that it saved their lives. No, absolutely. So being a part of that for me, you know, even a small part of that is just, it's an honor and a pleasure. I'm humbled and just so uh, touched when I when I when people tell me that it's, sure. I've had an impact like that. But again, it's all for me. It's about the flower. Mm -hmm. It's about cannabis. Uh, it's not about me or any personalities or anything. I'm in service to this flower because it's it's done such a great service to me. Oh, absolutely. Now, when you're not uh, judging uh, some of the finest cannabis strains around the world, I mean, what's your favorite method of consumption? Are you mainly a flower guy? Yeah. Well, I love flowers. I love smoking joints. Uh, but I do dabs. I, uh, you know, I have a Puffco Peak at home nice. that I, I use quite prolifically. I'll, I'll hit a vape pen. I'm actually not too picky. I'll mm -hmm. do one hitters, you know, if I'm just trying to, you know, conserve right, cannabis. Sure. And, you know, for me, I'm just happy to uh, take in cannabinoids and appreciate the smells and the flavor, but also the effect. Um, so, but my preferred method is joints, basically, sure. like, you know, flower joints, pure, you know, right. raw papers or elements or whatever. And to me, that's, you know, in a perfect world, I just smoke a lot of joints, but I love dabs and I love uh, rosin, solventless mm, yeah. um, hash. I love old school hash, like Ooh, Moroccan yeah. and Lebanese and, nice. Afga you know, all that stuff, Nepalese. Mm -hmm. uh, that's something that I kind of miss, you know, a little bit these days because we, we would always go to Amsterdam and sure. you have all those options in, right. Euro in Europe and that's, you know, less of an option here now. Sure, you know? right, yeah, it's a little harder to find these days. Right, right. You can get all the dabs you can you, you want and diamonds and everything, but there's nothing like that old Moroccan. Right. You know, no, absolutely. <laughs> Double zero. And, and you've had the opportunity to, you know, try all these amazing strains, grow some of these amazing strains as well. Have any really stood out to you as some of your favorites, well, whether from a consumption or a growing standpoint? Yeah, I've always loved Strawberry Cough. It's kind of like, sure. uh, you know, my Desert Island strain. Uh, I, loved right. I loved growing it. I loved the effect of it. I love basically everything about that strain. But, you know, coming from the East Coast, I love Sour Diesel Ooh, and all yeah. the, the Chemdog family of strains mm -hmm. that, that uh, comes out of Western Mass, uh, Chem 91 and the Chem D, you know, just those 
ridiculously good, good classics. Yeah, amazing. And Super Snow Dog, that's a great okay. one. I always love to, to smoke and grow. I love the diversity of cannabis. You know, when I wrote my my book about strains, people said like, is there really a difference? And I, I you know, it sure. was mind-boggling. It's like there's a, such a huge difference right. between you know a, something that's a sativa dominant plant that takes you know 14 weeks to flower, and you know an AK-47 or or some you know a, a, an indica dominant kind mm -hmm. of strain that's you know done in 45 or 50 days. Right. It you know the effect, the smell, the taste, all of it is just so different. You know? Absolutely. Now, I'd be, love to hear your uh, opinion on what do you think on federal legalization? How long are we going to have to wait for the feds to really just finally get out of the way? Do you think it's sooner rather than later? Well, I certainly think it's within the next, you know, four to five years, mm -hmm. but maybe not in the next two years. <laughs> sure. Uh, I, it's an unpredictable time. It's hard to say. But it's an untenable situation we're in. I mean, Absolutely. It's, it's, it's so historical that you can go to one place like Colorado and become a millionaire and you can be just, you know, 100 miles away in Texas right. and go to jail for 20 years. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's such a huge contradiction in our legal situation, state to state, you know, for the companies. The banking situation is so difficult mm -hmm. to put money in the bank if it's cannabis money. And also, you know, just... The global cannabis situation, you know, we have Canadian companies right. and, and all these companies that are global. I mean, they're in South America and mm -hmm. Europe, and we're, as American companies, we're held back from that because right. we don't have our federal uh, situation in, in, you know, the way it should be. But it's coming, you know, it's inevitable, and, you know, once New York and New Jersey go wreck, and, right. and yeah, you've got the majority of the states and the majority of the American population living in recreational mm -hmm. or medical places and so something has to give. No, absolutely. And you've, you know, you've been in, involved in the industry for quite a long time. You've seen the transition. Where do you think cannabis is evolving over the next five or so years? Well, I mean, you know, it's what's really interesting is the rise of, of all of the sort of derivatives of, you know, the different edibles, mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, concentrates, of course, and all the different variety of solventless and, right. uh, you know, solvent-based uh, concentrates, uh, you know, distillates, right. and all the things that are happening with, with that sort of product and vape pens in general, mm -hmm. you know, here in Vegas, that's really uh, a very popular thing because yeah, it's yeah. so easy and stealthy and mm -hmm. people come here for a weekend, they get a pen and, you know, that's what they use. And just toss it if you have to jump back on the plane. Right. The discreetness of it and, and the ease of, they don't want to sit and grind and roll joints. So it works really perfectly for their sort of tourism thing that they have going on. But I was, you know, definitely surprised by how many, you know, sort of edibles and tinctures and, you know, different sort of tablets and gels. Right, for, all the know. new consumption methods. Mm -hmm, absolutely. Even eye drops. I mean, it's just Oh, crazy. I haven't seen those yet. Yeah, there's just so many different ways to consume the plant. And, right. you know, I think they all, you know, have a place in the market. Uh, I just don't want to see craft flowers go away, I think. Right. And, nor do I think they will. Uh, but I do think, you know, as far as the big grows go, the corporate kind of stuff, it's a little bit of a race to the bottom because uh, the prices are dropping mm -hmm. out. And, right. and uh, the bigger you go, the harder it is to create a quality product. No, and absolutely. I've, without I've a seen doubt. It, I've seen it firsthand. So I think, you know, there's a place in the industry for the mom and pops mm -hmm. and the co-ops and the small batch local right. production and living soil, uh, people who are just creating a clean 
product for the connoisseur, you know, the aficionado, or the medical patient. You know, Absolutely. I mean, it's important that you don't have heavy metals or toxins right. in your flowers and or pesticides, right? Exactly, so. right. I mean, you've been a, a, just an amazing wealth of information. You do have a new book coming out. Once again, what was the book? It's called Cannabis, A Beginner's Guide to Growing Marijuana. It's really meant like entry level for the person who wants to mm -hmm. get themselves a tent or a, a grow box and put up a light and just grow their six or ten plants. And every three months you can harvest you know, many ounces and be self-sufficient and know exactly what you're getting. And it's, like I said, it's fun. And the other thing is, you're not when you're buying a, a commercial product, it, they don't take put the love into it to right. dry it and cure exactly, it and right. really get it to, to perfection. And you can do that yourself and have, it's pennies to the dollar. And, uh, and most importantly, it's so mm -hmm. fun, you know? Oh, absolutely. And for medical patients, it's it's therapeutic and healing to be creating your own medicine. Right. There's nothing like that feeling of like, hey, I'm doing this and, and it's gonna it's gonna heal me and help me. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a quite an amazing plant. Uh, once again, I just want to thank you for taking the time, sitting down with us, chatting. Of course, people can find your other work, uh, HighTimes.com and the magazine itself. That's so right. So definitely go pick up a copy. Uh, any last shout-outs you would like to give or any final thoughts? Yeah, I mean, just uh, remember that we're on the right side of history mm -hmm. and that, uh, again, this is we're talking about a healing flower that saves lives. Don't let anybody make you feel ashamed. Uh, for your cannabis use uh, and you know keep it about you know the the flower the essential oils and you know just you know believe in the plant and the flower and I think uh, you'll go a long way you'll like Jack Harris said you can add years to your life uh, by replacing things like uh, opiates and alcohol and even caffeine and, and sugar with cannabis so oh, and it's hard to dispute that you know and and so you know, and tell people about how, how it helps you. <laughs> yeah, and if people want to learn more, definitely need to pick up your book, uh, yeah. read your articles online. I'm on Instagram, Danny Danko HD. I'm on Twitter, Danny Danko, uh, Facebook, Danny Danko, and always at hightimes.com, all our high times social media and cannabis cups. I'm there doing grow panels and, mm -hmm. and um, talking with the breeders and trying to get the information out there to people. Sure. Cause you know, I'm the cultivation editor, and my job is just to help people grow better cannabis. Oh, that's excellent. <laughs> Once again, thank you for uh, sitting down and chatting with us. Hope you enjoyed the rest of your Champs trade show. Absolutely. And have a wonderful day, man. Thank you for having me. No, thank you. You are now listening to The Baker Cast. I
And of course, if you're just tuning in at the end of the show, go back and listen to music from Spangle, a double dose of the Grateful Dead, live interviews from the Jumby Art Palace when we lit the world's largest dabble hookah for the very first time. First time we ever showed that beautiful red hookah for y'all. Maybe you got to see it at New Woo Cannabis Marketplace. Regardless, you don't want to miss that. Of course, the interview with Danny Danko and the intro to Ah, Spiritual. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to follow us at BakerCast on Instagram. That's just at BakerCast. Follow Jerome Baker. That's Jerome underscore Baker. And of course, LV Dream Factory at 721 South 1st Street in the heart of the Arts District, baby. We love you. Stay tuned. Stay baked.